As a fellow veteran of the Lotus Eaters, I, I think you can recall that we have never been particularly complimentary to the mainstream media, have we? I think that's a, a fair thing to say. Oh God, I mean, if we had to make a list of things we called them. Yeah, I mean, it would be pretty uh, exhaustive of every rude word under the sun, really. However, this is all about to change. Have they stopped being crayon munchers? Yes, oh. they actually have. And in fact, at least some of them. Um, the, the Telegraph here, which is one of the UK's biggest newspapers, seems to be actually repeating a lot of our talking points, which is nice. And I, I have heard on the grapevine that there are people at the Telegraph that watch our stuff. So if you're watching, good stuff. Keep up the good work. I, I'm not saying I'm not glad, but it, I, I kind of see it less as taking up our talking points as more realizing the problems. I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, but if things aren't getting I terrible say it in that way, I don't give myself any credit. Oh, okay, so. right. <laughs> but no, obviously, it could have come from multiple sources. The, the point being that actually, it seems like people are cottoning on to the, exactly the same sorts of things as we are, and it's refreshing. And this is sort of mainstream stuff that millions of people read, right? So. It's, it's good. And here we have an article which I, I think the title epitomizes their new approach because they used to be quite tepid, didn't they? Um, in the past, there was some sort of milk toast, sort of almost Guardian esque headlines. Did you know the left has gone mad? <laughs> it was like about 20 years ago, mate. What you <laughs> yes. But here we have the Tories must fight the culture war or die. I mean, I can put it better myself, to be honest. Yeah, there's literally no other reason to exist if you can't make Britain worth defending. Mm -hmm. And I think that this epitomizes the Telegraph's new approach because they have very much uh, done a, li a little bit more than merely dip their toes into the culture war. In fact, I've taken articles from just a couple of days of Telegraph um, article writing to look at, and they've basically got all of our sort of podcast topic segments here, which is, of course, great news. So if you move on to this next one, they've got... Um, an article talking about Miriam Cates' attempt to get a bit more transparency about uh, the education in materials in schools and we, our segment, Mine and Connors, which is this one here, um, the uh, one we did talking about the sex education material in Swindon Council. Apparently, um, this was forwarded on to Miriam Cates and she included that material because we talked about it, which is nice. But um, to go back to this article, um, they're trying to kind of highlight this bill to make it something um, that will pass because, of course, there is a lot of indoctrination going on in schools that's ideological. And I don't think anyone should be imposing their, their politics or their ideals on children. They should be allowed to make up their own mind in their own time rather than having it imposed on them by authority figures. I think that's a normal position to hold, I think, and uh, apparently that's no longer the case. But here we have another title here. This is Liam Fox, who is a Tory MP, um, saying, time to reject the extreme trans lobby harming our society, which, you know, again, something we've been saying for a long time, but it's nice to actually see that there are conservative MPs, people in our parliament, they're actually willing to say this sort of stuff. And here is another one. Um, Mass immigration advocates are finally admitting that it cuts pay, and this is a very important one. I mean, <laughs> well, they just kept saying it. <laughs> which, yeah. You're not wrong, Nick. <laughs> yeah, and we've been saying this for a very long time in that, yes, believe it or not, importing more people means there is more demand for jobs, which means that they pay less. Um, that is very basic economics to anyone you know who's read even the first few pages of any economics book. They'll understand this. 
Now apply this to housing. Yeah. <laughs> Funny that. <laughs> it's, it's amazing sometimes how people supposedly of the right are meant to be economically literate. The only thing that matters is the supply side. Demand side, don't worry about it. Yeah, just don't even think about demand. But no, this is, this is great stuff. And here we go. <laughs> here we've got um, Ben Wright here talking about the snake oil salesman of investing has finally clocked his error. And he's talking about um, Larry Think, the, is he a CEO of BlackRock, I think? Um, he's basically pointing out that he, even he doesn't understand what ESGs are really supposed to be, and he's kind of trying to distance himself from his own creation. And of course, ESGs being environment and social governance scores, which are a way of... Entirely based on leftist ideology. It is, yeah. Which is why like, Ford has a higher ESG than Tesla, even though it's meant to be about saving the planet. Obviously, the electric car company over here. <laughs> I mean... Argue about electric cars all you want, but if you're believing everything about them that you're meant to believe, surely Tesla would be higher than Ford. But it's it's owned by Elon, and he's dangerous. Yeah. I actually recently found it. I have Moneybox, and the um, investing account on there on Moneybox, they, when you put money in, they automatically put it into three different funds. Mm-hmm. One is just stocks and shares, and the other two, I found out recently, were SGs, instantly sold them. Instantly sold them? Yeah, as soon Good as I found you. out, I sold them. Oh. <laughs> it's a bit weird that they don't, tell you this sort of thing just like oh yeah by the way you're investing in leftist ideology so i feel like that's not a sound well, you, financial investment you wouldn't really put it on the front page would you <laughs> no but of, of course people criticizing esgs is obviously a good thing because when you're investing money believe it or not the main thing you should be concerned about is making profits not advancing leftist ideology that's kind of the opposite of making profits in fact it's probably how you tank your economy and here we have another um the world's wealthiest country is leaving Britain's economy in the dust. And I liked how this one started. So I'll scroll down. And here we have, uh, oh, I have boomed it. The button's stuck. That wasn't my fault. Have you fixed it? It's, it's moving on its own. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've, got a haunted, <laughs> I've got a haunted uh, stream deck here. Uh, John's saying it's him. Don't worry. Oh, right. <laughs> He's trying to fix it for you. <laughs> Thanks, John. I'm not sure we're going to have to edit that out, but nah, it's, it's funny fine. to leave it in. Um, oh, wait, scroll back up, John. <laughs> Slashing public spending, tearing up our arbitrary net zero targets, privatizing healthcare, liberalizing planning, deregulating our labor market. These may be desirable policies that could get the British economy growing again, breaking us out of the doom loop of stagnation, rising taxes, and higher inflation that they would be very difficult to implement. And he's basically saying that there doesn't seem to be the appetite for the correct policies in. I think these are correct policies. I I'm not entirely sure what he means by de- deregulating the labor Hang on, market. Sorry, but he, he's pointing to Canada as the model of how we should be living. No, no, no. As in, he's using Canada to shame us. Like, even woke Canada seems to be performing better economically than you. What are you doing? Sure, but I don't. It's, it's meant to be the, the, the stick of shame to beat us with. I mean, I'm all for shaming the way we run our economy. It's. Mm-hmm. comical, but I don't think the Canadian model is the one we want to go for. No, I mean, but basically he's just saying that they've been good at enticing investors and things like that. So he, he, he is backing up what he's saying, even though, you know, I wouldn't want to copy Canada in any way. I think he's just using it as a, a rhetorical you know, The housing device. market over there is great. It's fantastic. It's better than ours. <laughs> Not really, is it? I yeah. mean, It's also like the second worst on earth. Mm-hmm. I think we're the first worst on earth in the last 20 years. So. Oh, really? In terms of like house prices going up so much that it's completely unaffordable. Oh, that's I mean, just, that's reassuring. Just go and eat mud. Yeah, well, peasant. <laughs> I actually did look into um, 
putting all my possessions in a storage container and just living out of a tent in the wilderness, see if it was cheaper. But it was only, I'd only save like 300 pounds a month living in a tent. 300 pounds a month though. I know, but <laughs> you also have to live out of a tent without any of the, the, the amenities of modern life. So I feel like you probably end up spending more just having to circumvent it, right? I'm a cheap man. You don't want to ask me about this. <laughs> well, you would take the tent, would you? I might do. I, I've given you bad ideas. My rent went up again a few months ago, and I'm um, tent spotting at this point. I can help you out with the tents. I'm a big fan of tents. Maybe. Yeah, boys. <laughs> so here we have um, kind of a, a pretty run-of-the-mill right-wing take. The, the Bank of England must pay for wrecking Britain's economy. This is, of course, in reference to um, this ridiculous high inflation situation of Rishi, the money printer Sunak, printing all the money in the world. Um, he didn't actually do that, by the way. But they printed so much money that it is just harming ordinary people. It is a tax by other means, and we should be holding the people who did it accountable. But no one's really talking about it. But it's good to see at least someone in the mainstream media saying that, yes, this is a travesty. It's, it's, it's evil. You're stealing from normal people even more than normal. I yeah, mean, the source of our suffering is you. Mm -hmm. The guys who printed all the money that caused the inflation, not the Russians. Because guess what? They don't have a money printer for UK pounds. Mm -hmm. but don't really know that's not a shock. But <laughs> Yeah, believe it or not, the Russians don't control our, our money supply. Um, I'm probably giving leftists bad ideas now, aren't I? They're going to say, oh, yes, they do. Because, of course, they had there was that scandal with, um, is it Lebedev and, and Boris Johnson being pally at one point. That's in the news at the minute. That still doesn't work, though? I know, yeah. Well, of course, it's nonsense. But right. they'll try that, I reckon. So, oh, here again. Um, this is pretty run-of-the-mill stuff, but it's something that we have said as well. Just up oil are doomed to fail, but they're too blinded by ideology to see it. And this is, of course... Talking about the fact that their methods are not exactly winning people over, believe it or not, throwing paint on, on things doesn't make people sympathetic to your cause. And uh, I think they're right to say, um, Celia here is right to say that it is ideology that is blinding them. So again, a, a surprisingly sound take from the mainstream media. And here's another one. Britain's incompetent net zero elite is tearing up society with no backup plan. I mean, yeah. Mm -hmm. I know it's just What's me it? showing you stuff that we agree with. But isn't it like a quarter of our energy bills are green levies? Mm -hmm. Or is it 12%? I forget how much. A but decent number of it is, you know, it's basically just, it's imposed just taxed by the green. government. Yeah. And it's like, thanks. Yeah. You assholes. Mm -hmm. I, I'm sorry, but I, like, I can't of stand course, it. Um, these sorts of things don't really work because if you want technological innovation, which this eco green stuff, relies on, what you do is you make it as cheap as possible to do research, to innovate, right? And the way you do that is not by making the cost of running a business more expensive by increasing the cost of energy, because of course, all industries need to use energy more or less. And so the prices are going to multiply. Not only are they going to have to pay for their own uh, increased energy, but also- You're going to that of normal people's lives. Mm -hmm. And you know the supply lines, everything was going to become more expensive to produce. Like farmers can't produce lots of different kinds of crops in Britain anymore because the cost of doing so is so expensive. Like things out of season in particular just can't be done because it's not profitable. And it is a tragedy. 
And here we have another one. Eco fanatics force me to sell my car. It might not even help the planet. Um, no, it won't help the planet, mate. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. This is <laughs> you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> this is talking about Sadiq Khan's ULES thing, which seems to be very, very unpopular if you have a functioning brain or live in London, which quite often don't co-occur together. Sorry. Um, I do like parts of London. <laughs> I know you're not a fan. I don't like any of it. All of it? Every single part? I've not got to a bit yet. I, I like the buildings in the same way that you might go to Rome and like the Colosseum. Mm-hmm. Likening London to the Colosseum is quite funny. Did, well, you, see, the, did you see any people battling? The London the that used to exist at one time mm-hmm. I, might have been good. I can only see the relics. Mm-hmm. I think there, there are nicer, more sort of suburban, uncentral parts that I've been to that you kind of forget that you're in London, so it's not so bad. But of course, I don't think those are the ones with the, the ULEDs. I don't know. How, quite how far the whole thing is getting Lugas. Is it really? Yeah, the entire Greater London area is going to become Ulus. That's the plan. So, basically, for people who don't know, is, all that means is you have to pay twelve pounds fifty every time you leave your house and your car. That's just <laughs> it, it's so ridiculous, isn't it? It's just yeah, it's not going to change the planet at all because, of course, we present less than one percent of the world's emissions, mm-hmm. and everything we're doing has zero impact mm-hmm. on the world. We're not important. We don't produce enough emissions to even be slightly important to the conversation. Mm-hmm. Yep, and the fact that we're also planting a lot of trees. Well, it doesn't matter. Drill. Literally anything we do, well, we're, yeah, we're such agree, a small yeah. part of the world's economy at that in that way that we're worthless. I mean, we literally are. It's like blaming Denmark for global warming. It's just like I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's obviously China and the, the United States mainly, but mainly China actually, because the United States has much lower emissions than China. I think China is about. A quarter of all world emissions. Yeah, and it's just going to Not grow. that I'm even necessarily convinced at, at how bad that is. I mean, I, I know that the carbon in the atmosphere has been much, much higher and it has changed naturally over time. So yeah, but if we were talking about just pollution, like the, the, mm-hmm. the, what is it? The, the worst places on earth are like three rivers and it's China and India. Mm-hmm. I mean, developing countries, really. So here's another one. Um, this is Richard Tice of Reform writing. Surrender of Britain's borders will lead to a Brexit-style revolt. And although I'm not entirely sure about this, um, I, I like the it. sentiment. I, I want that to be the case. Although I'm, I'm more cynical about the British public's ability to get up in arms about this. But it's good to see that the, the Telegraph is moving away from being sort of a stooge of the Tory party because, of course, Tice, you know, leadership, in a competing party. Reform. Yes. So it, it's good to see that they're trying to perhaps push the Tory party to the, the right again, because I would say they've become rather socialistic um, as of late. I mean, they're, they're basically can, conducting all of Labour's economic policies. I think, in fact, Labour, in some cases, have been saying that, you know, we're not going to go quite as far as you. So yeah, I mean, I think we've we've hit on this point to death and everything we else have, we've done. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, a complete waste of time. So anything else, literally. And mm-hmm. the other thing that's proposed here is good. How about we have a border? Radical, I know. I know it's such an extreme notion that perhaps allowing people to break into your country undocumented is is not a good thing. Um, who'd have thought that? Eh? And here we go. A conspiracy of silence surrounds lockdown's mo- um, most disastrous flaw, and this is talking about the impact on children of the lockdowns and how they weren't actually at, at any sort of threat and how they're bad and we need to hold them accountable. And this is, of course, 
Another thing that we've talked about before, um, ad nauseum, and so I'm not going to bore you about it. I'm sure you're perfectly familiar with our criticisms of, of lockdowns. Yes, they're bad. They come from the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, um, there was literally no evidence they did any good. Yes. In fact, there's a lot of evidence that they did a lot of harm coming out. I think uh, the, the, um, some of the ex- excess deaths related to things like um, cancers and heart disease got massively gone up. So, I mean, it, it was basically a, a mass societal-wide human sacrifice of a, a form. It was very bizarre. And here we have, um, if you choose to abort your baby at 32 weeks, jail is exactly where you belong, which um, this is, of course, referring to the point where a baby is able to survive outside of the womb. So, yes, it's, it's good to hear that you know, this, this sort of thing, I know it's, it's low-hanging fruit for us, isn't it? But we've got to give the mainstream no, media that I mentioned it the other day. I mean, I really kind of do hate being on the right because they'll be like, oh, what, what is a woman? Whoa, everyone gets mad about it, but I can't tell you what is a woman, obviously. It's uh, one identifies as a woman because we're on YouTube. Uh, but the answer given will make the right go mad. And then it's like, oh, maybe if we don't kill babies... <laughs> speak truth to power my friend it's like this is really the bare minimum standard I'm I, I very much but agree I, I don't not get the point yeah. I mean Alison herself will probably be sitting there being like do we really have to discuss killing children yes. like we're, we're one of the most liberal in I think Europe in regards to abortion and mm-hmm. a lady broke that and, and well killed the child and obviously facing jail mm-hmm. and everyone was like you can't do that she's well, a child murderer that's not a serious crime yeah, the, the the baby was able to survive, I think, outside of the mother. And so it, it was obviously baby murder, right? Yeah. There's, there's not really much debate. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm not. It's uh, horrible, but. You know, it's, it's life at conception person. I I'm, I'm, don't really have a strong opinion on abortion. But this is one mm. where everyone sat down and went, no, that's murder. Well, yeah. It, it, I mean, it's not quite as egregious as California, where the baby can be born naturally and they're just like, yep, dead. I mean, that's, that's just pure evil. <laughs> you ever see, I remember growing up, there was this uh, stupid video, you've probably seen it, maybe you haven't, in which uh, there's some people at the White House and they're filming, and you've got Obama who has a whip, and he's whipping the taxpayer for money. This is white woman. And he's like, give me your money. And he's like, no, I won't give you my money. Give it to me. And she's like, fine, take it. And he takes it, and he gives it to a doctor and says, kill this baby. And the doctor does a sea Kyle <laughs> and then kills the baby. <laughs> And it's, it's, I don't know, some like ridiculous, presumably right-wing version of like, oh, this is what America's like under Obama. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the UK. (laughs) It aged well. Yeah. And and, and finally, I saw this, which I thought was quite funny. (laughs) People can't decide if the Telegraph Twitter logo looks like the Nazi flag. And (laughs) Callum's so horrified that he's throwing his mouse off of the desk now. Show me German things. I know. I'm sorry. Um, but this is uh, the Jewish Chronicle saying that they, they have some similarities, but I don't think it's a particularly serious article because it is just, you know, it was a combination of colours. The but logo is usually think- grey. We changed it to red for a certain uh, part of the company. Mm-hmm. As long as like there's one that's green, one that's blue, one that's mm-hmm. green. So. But a bunch of leftists have been using this to, be, to tweet at the, the newly a bit more right-wing telegraph to say, oh, you've gone, you've gone evil. You've, you've channeled your inner Austrian painter and look what's happened. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you now think killing a baby at 32 weeks is murder oh, how dare you that was the real reason we hated the Nazis <laughs> that's the thing that always gets me with the Nazi comparisons it's like you're the Nazis because what you believe in borders it's like that wasn't the reason people disliked the Nazis try again because well, well, you've got a flag 
to be again, fair, we hated the Nazis for different reasons than having flags. I don't think they really believed in borders because they kept on, you know, no, marching their armies into other people's. That's it, kind of a, a very uh, obvious sign that you know. It's always stuff like, well, you you believe in, oh, I don't know, um, lower taxes, so you're the Nazi side. It doesn't again. <laughs> That even if the, the Nazis had lower taxes, it wouldn't. No one sat around and be like, you know what I hate about the Nazi Party? Their fiscal responsibility. <laughs> so, no, it was quite the kind of a thing they did that was worse. Mm. But for some reason, the left doesn't want to talk about it. It's like, mm. okay, whatever. I mean, you, you know what they say about the Labour Party, don't you? They didn't have that inquiry for nothing. Yeah. But I just wanted to, uh, I suppose, highlight some some actual good news that you know. Things might be changing. It seems like the Telegraph is actually doing a really good job now um, compared to perhaps sometimes in the past it would be a cheerleader for the Tory party and just repeat left-wing talking points as if they were somehow reasonable or valid or worthwhile considering, which I don't think uh, a lot of them are. And it's nice to actually draw attention to some positive stuff for once. And I, for one, want to give them credit. So uh, thank you very much to the Telegraph for you know, being on side and saying sensible things that, you know, for us reading them out, kind of like stating the obvious, but it's refreshing to see. So thank you very much. If you appreciated that segment from the podcast of the Lotus Eaters, you can go to lotuseaters.com to get access to all the premium content that's on the site, such as the Comic Corner series, as well as Batman The Long Halloween. If you'd like to find out what else is being put out, you can follow it on Getter at lotuseaters underscore com on Getter. Thank you and goodbye.